Well, should I? Please. The, you keep. You know the title of this one. Um. Uh, that is, there's no title. That's just the first line. Yeah. <coughs> Nesnažíme se konat to dílo duše, které by mohlo být potěšením. Dáváme je spíš jako by někdo vydal dravce na pospas noci. A nepadáme na kolena, abychom prosili, vyznávali či bědovali nebo o cokoliv žádali, ale aby naše sedba vzklíčila včas. V hodinách skoupích na laskavost jsme se však naučili nechávat hodiny, aby se pozdili tam, kde večer se lidé jako myši slepí nebo jí ostříží ho pohledu. Beautiful. You want to read the We don't do this work of the soul that one might find delight. We give it more as one would give a bird of prey up to the night. We don't get down on our knees to beg or plead or whine or ask for anything at all but that our seeds may grow in time. For an hour's lean and kindness, we've learned to leave the clocks behind where men like mice on evenings blind don't fear the falcon's sight. We don't do this work of the soul that one might find delight. We give it more as one would give a bird of prey up to the night. And we don't get down on our knees to beg or plead or whine or ask for anything at all, but that our seeds may grow in time. But in hours lean in kindness, we've learned to leave the clocks behind where men like mice on evenings blind don't fear the falcon sight. That's beautiful. Very nice rendition. You, you reading beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was nice. That was, mm-hmm. I just took from both of you mm-hmm. what it, but I could feel I wanted to hear it in Czech first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. and then just to hear it is just, it was awesome. But that, just not knowing a language, mm-hmm. but being able to feel it, I could feel it. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's yeah. yeah. like, so I was incorporating. Mm-hmm. The both yeah. for that, and I could, I just when I read it, I could just feel it, man. It's great. And this is awesome. it's also about the rhythm. I, I, I'm yeah. writing from a very musical, right? Um, exactly. Background. Yes. So you can you connect on on the rhythmical level as well, which is very important to me as a writer. Yeah, you so gotta have that. If I don't that. feel the rhythm, then I don't. I can't make the connection. And I think great translators can translate into another language and, and get the rhythm. Even I don't need the rhyme, but the rhythm. But the rhythm is key. Yeah, yeah, it's key. That's why I'm a dancer as well. Mm-hmm. And this is a portrait of Daniel's past Egyptian life. Oh, cool! It's also came. My God, the colors. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I wish you can see him 
video, the painting. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah. Where is it? It's, it's in our bedroom. It's, oh, and he didn't put it anywhere. No, we don't, we don't put we it anywhere. We have it. Oh, yeah, it's here? It. It's in Connecticut, this one, yeah. Now, do you have a lot of work in Prague? I do, I do now, now, after all this, so many years, I have a lot of work everywhere. <laughs> it's almost scary, because I, we live in Connecticut, and here are, like, five exhibitions, some, some collectives, one solo. Then we go in Prague, there is some stuff going on also, but in the same time, there are still paintings in Daniel's parents' basement. <laughs> plenty of them. And plenty of them. Plenty of them. And it's not ornate. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's not. I am <laughs> painting fast. I. It's just. Uh, it's just. Uh, Keeps coming. Start to start to. It's spread, but I really have to well, keep keep track very smart because it's. Uh, the great it's thing out is of that control. Katzi and I move so much, and every time we move into a new place, this is an exception because there's a lot of artwork already up. The walls are pretty full, but. Oftentimes, when we move into our own apartment, the walls are empty, especially if we're if we move into some place, you know, that um, a little bit farther from, say, Waterford. Right. Uh, then, then Katya can't just bring her paintings in and fill the wall, so she paints and she paints and paints and paints and paints and she fills the wall, she fills the apartment with new work. And then we, we leave, we bring it all with us, or mm. you know, it sells, or we hang it in, in a gallery so somewhere. But paintings oh, in, man. Uh, in Massachusetts, yeah, she Nashville. Can't stop uh, New York, Connecticut, uh, Prague. Because Katy doesn't feel she's not at home until the place is full of of her paintings. Right. And I'm the same way. I feel the same thing. I I want it to be full of the paintings as well. So if, if it's not convenient to bring them, just gotta create new. So that's a it's a great idea. So tell me about what you're working on now. You're doing something that's different and exciting. Yeah, it's it's different for me. Uh, I don't know, people in Nashville do this every day, all the time, but this is how they work. But I haven't worked like this before. Mm-hmm. Um, to take, you know, somebody else's lyrics who, who wants, you know, that put to music, and that's what I'm doing. So I, he's he's uh, from D.C. I said, I met him, you know, at a dinner party with oh, Katia's cousins, cousins in D.C. And, and he brought, um, well, he, he approached me after dinner, and, and he said, you know, I have this, I have some lyrics. Are you, would you be able to put them to music? And I said, yeah, I can give it a shot. And so we did. And, you know, I didn't know what the lyrics were going to be. He didn't know what the music was going to be. But we, there was a mutual appreciation there. And, uh, and so we continued with the project. And uh, when I went to Prague, I, I asked my, my good friend there of many years. He was in Super Cool with me. He actually became the, our main drummer with Super Cool. Not the Jersey guy. Not the Jersey guy. This is the Czech guy. And uh, Vasek Polanski. And so we, we, he's, he's done a lot of work with me over the years. And I knew I could count on him for the project. And he's a multi-instrumentalist. Mm-hmm. And he also is a nice. great recording engineer. You know, he's got a studio that he, that he works in. And so I said, hey, you want to you know, do this project? I know we have two songs to do. And I don't know if it will be any more. And we got into it, and every we would send him another song, and he, and he liked it, and, and we were happy with the progress we were making on all sides. And uh, it, now we're up to nine songs that we've recorded, and now I'm just we're putting the final touches on the mixes. And I might have to record a vocal or a guitar uh, still, but besides that, we're pretty much done. So that's been the project since January. 
Mm-hmm. Since January. Since January. Yeah. It's long, but uh, it's so much material. It's literally so many songs, and uh, yeah. uh, they. It's it's uh, intense work, and what I'm experiencing then is with earphones or recording, or. or communicating with the guy because when we've been in Prague they work together we've been coming in Prague he's not from Prague but uh, now when we came back in late May then uh, then they have to do this the rest of the CD across the ocean right? so. how do you communicate with each other how much of the process is he involved you mean with Vashek in Czech or with the lyricist lyricist he just sends the lyrics, and when we have a finished product, we send it. You send it finished? Yeah, yeah. And, and then does he respond? Yeah, he'll, he'll respond if he likes it or not. And, and uh, if he has some suggestions, then we'll try to incorporate those uh, in, into, the, into the mix however we can. Sometimes, you know, he's had along the way sometimes ideas that we couldn't really work in at that late stage unless we we're going to scrap everything and start again. And he's been really cooperative, you know, in understanding if we have to say, you know, can't really do that um, unless you wanted something, a completely different product. And uh, so far, we haven't had to scrap anything. And we've all agreed that we're, we're getting what, what we were going for in one way, you know, shape or another. Now, he the lyrics, no do you believe be. the lyrics, like, when you first looked at them, did you think of, oh... Did a pop melody, like we talked about rhythm before, like when you're reading them, do, do you get like a pop melody, country melody, rock melody? This Absolutely. Is more of a jazz. So it, it's, they speak to you uh, rhythmically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think it's interesting when you go, when you, when you look at the whole album, when it's finished and you're able to look at the whole album, I mean, really every song is, is completely different than, than the other. You know, I love that. Yeah, the, you know, one, one song has gone really into an acoustic blues, you know, genre. It's just uh-huh. that's what it had to be. The, the lyrics for me that screamed acoustic blues couldn't, it couldn't be anything else for me. Right. And then, you know, I, I always then give it to Vashek and, and he'll, you know, come up with some ideas of his own. And then we'll say, all right, what is it? What's working? What's not working? And, uh, and uh, yeah, then we'll just choose one way and go with it. Run, run with it. And uh, then other songs have been coming from more of a like uh, more synthesizer based mm-hmm. songs, which I don't do much of. Uh, before this project, I hadn't done much of that at all, actually, because I've always worked with Jeffrey as a bass player, right. and we're both vocalists and songwriters. So it's always a guitar, bass, and you know, dual lead vocal uh-huh. um, situation. That's that's how I've been thinking for the last ten years. Unless I'm doing something jazzy, but I'm not, you know, big into writing my own jazz tunes. I, right. I like to play jazz, and uh, so this has been a different, a whole different pro- approach because now I'm, I'm going to take, you know, somebody else's ideas when, you know, I'm, I'm I write poetry and lyrics, and so it's it's always coming from, the, you know, the genesis of every song has been some really deeply rooted emotion in me, or in in, in Jeffrey, but we're so connected that. That I feel it's like mine as well, um, and vice versa. If I can speak for him, and and uh, so this is coming from a really different place. This is saying, all right, this is somebody who I don't know, right? Um, and he's got these lyrics, and he has this idea, and I I want to try to help him realize this in a musical form, and express it the best that I can. 
and uh, you know also put my art into it and and have uh, I want it to showcase something that I that I feel uh, positive and confident about and that has integrity. Now, when he wrote these lyrics, but are they lyrics that are in um, you know like a typical like song structure? Sometimes they are, and sometimes they're not. Sometimes we we piece them together from or you know broken it up and uh, put them together whereas uh, it didn't have a uh, it, it wasn't obvious what the chorus or the verse was going to be and so we, we could have we would have to just kind of chop it up and, and, and form it okay yeah. so he didn't Sometimes necessarily write songs he just wrote lyrics yeah I mean I, I think you know this is a new art form for him I see so he's approaching it you know this is without too much experience uh, in regards to how how the song structure really needs to be well because he doesn't he's not thinking about I don't believe at least he hasn't conveyed it to me exactly what genre the song should be which I appreciate because he left that open right to us to interpret yeah I'm surprised too like he didn't have of thought. It's great because you had all that freedom exactly to just do what feels right, and that makes it fun. Yeah. If he said, and you know, this he is felt a in love album. of it. He he had the incredibly beautiful uh, answer to mm-hmm. to first first songs. It's so it was so so happy moments because they they didn't reach other, but it's it's absolutely taken. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I look at the last four songs that he hasn't heard yet, one is like a really rock, like almost 50s rock and roll kind of sound, and another one's a, a, a French, um, uh, it's, got a, it's got this French ballad feel to it. And then another one is, is really synthesizer-driven, and uh, the other one is, is folk, you oh, know, really? folk, country folk. So we're we're really like all over the spectrum here. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's been challenging and fun. And do you you do the vocals on all of them? I do the vocals and uh, Vashek does harmonies, and I have also employed uh, uh, another singer in Czech Republic who is a vocalist, and she she did some, and even my sister did a little background on one. Oh really? Yeah. She sings your sister. She's a beautiful singer. Yeah, she's got an incredible voice. We are, we're working on a, a little project. Does she play out? She lives in Germany, and she does. She plays out. You know, she's got two kid, young kids, uh-huh. and she teaches English. And so she goes. She had. She's actually been studying uh, singing now for a few years, and uh, she goes and, and plays out once in a while. And so, where where in Germany is she? In Tübingen, southern Germany. Yeah, yeah, Schwabia. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Are your yeah. parents mus- uh, artists, musicians? My mom's a, a painter. She's she dabbled in painting when she was younger, and she then she was a teacher for many years, and she always did a little bit. And now that she's retired, she's she's really throwing herself into it more than more than ever. She's she's doing a lot of painting now. And my father is in a, a barbershop choir, singing, <laughs> and he's got a quartet as well. He has a, he has a blast. He yeah. he been a drummer many years. Ago. Yeah, and he was a drummer. And I know. think I I landed in a very cool family. Yeah, my family—they're all musicians or, or uh, 
or painters. Oh, miss, you just got to run it through your blood. Yeah, I like to think. Do you sing? Hmm? Do you sing? I yeah. sing only after one bottle of champagne, but very well. Or I <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not at all. <laughs> or I sing opera when we driving through some difficult driving situations. Then suddenly I start to sing opera. How much I'm scared. Or I sing in anthems. I'm singing <laughs> anthems. Anthems? Yeah, when uh, when I love uh, when I want to decompose the Czech uh, anthem. Beautiful is beautiful. Beautiful, and it has very very uh, interesting history because this yes. was Czechoslovakia, and uh, the Czech uh, part is very like very very mellow and like you see this meadows and uh, honey bees and uh, uh, it starts by where is my home where is my home and it's very nice and then coming slovak part and it's it's uh, suddenly jump into absolute crazy speed because they different czechs right. and slovaks have been czechs more more like realistic and Slovaks more emotional and it was great they've been together but then when they separate in peace so they just decide be Czechs and Slovaks two different states they separated the intem also right it doesn't more it's not half. so funny anymore because uh, this Slovak part is so dramatic there are high mountains and they they screaming there how uh, about the mountains uh, lightnings and the uh, fight and uh, and uh, hard like fighting hard and laugh and things like this and Czechs uh, have this mellow part <laughs> and it's very interesting because Czechs are more uh, peace rational they not so they they not so like loving and stuff they they're not so expressive no and they're not so they very critical but what I love about it is that the beauty that the anthem describes of the home mm-hmm is so beautiful that a blind man can see it mm-hmm. and you almost have to be blind to appreciate it yeah you know so there's something about that that really yeah, like is. moved me yeah it is a beautiful um, it has just so deep history this little country has survived so many many uh, historical troubles and big neighbors invasions uh, from all directions, Germans, Russians. Oh, yeah. And they always uh, been resistant. They kept them culture alive and them language uh, could disappear, dissolve. And they never did because they had so strong uh, artistic side and uh, they they uh, put together fantastic, enormous theater only from money, from people. And then in, in the evening of the opening, the theater burned out. Now. Burned down. Burned yeah. down. And uh, they, it was still fire. They've been collecting new collection for new theater. They, they just uh, never stopped to protect them, them, you know, national integrity. But in same time, they ultra critical. They bitter. They, they very intellig- uh, intelligent. They very educated. Um, but yeah. they not- education through the roof. There. I yeah. mean, all the people that I've been in contact with. Yeah. Whatever age, mm-hmm. it blows me away yeah, yeah. how educated yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially they know more about American history than most Americans, for sure. And that's every European country I've been to. Yeah. Why? 
Why, why are they so more educated? What's the reason? Because it's difficult conditions. Because the first people here can't get accessible education. Then they have to have two jobs for to maintain them, homes, yeah, their family. That's true. They just and there is no time to. They, there's always time to leave if you want to. They it, I think it's ra- it's rare to sit down with somebody who's not you know every three minutes or or three seconds checking their telephone to see if they got a text message. And they're you know they're have they're here with you now, but they're also in five other places. They have lack of concentration. They can't focus even on on easy conversation. Well, they they can't concentrate. This is a like modern disease. I will say they can't concentrate on on thoughts even. Right, and then that gets back to the connected thing is that instead of connecting where they are and being in the moment in the present, they're more connected to what they could possibly be missing out on very rarely are they living in the moment Mm -hmm. at all Mm -hmm. and what happens is they become afraid of the moment exactly they don't they're not able to handle the moment and they don't like this best and on the other hand it's like russians the russian Mm -hmm. soul live for the moment they live Mm -hmm. for the moment they live for the moment the moment is all there is as katya's mother says there's a great Russian saying, right? It's the, the champagne is all... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I screwed it up. The money's all gone and so is the champagne. This is and that my expresses mom. that. And, uh, uh, That's this, great. This is one somebody we miss so much when we not uh, in Prague and she she's uh, Russian. She's not Czech. <laughs> so my soul is Russian and i grown in this uh, incredible, interesting culture. Yeah. You spend your last, if you're Russian soul, you spend your last dollar on throwing a great party for your closest friends. And you don't regret it for one second. Not for one second. Yeah. And you enjoy that party. Till yeah. The yeah. And after that, you decide what to do next. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because, something always comes. Because, you you know, you might not even get in after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Each morning when you wake up and you open your eyes, what's the first thought that comes in your mind? Well, but but when I wake up, when I first wake up, I mean like this. Look, check it out. Ding. Yeah. That moment. Depend if there was a party night before. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a party. Assuming there's no party the night before, <laughs> you're greeting your day. How do you greet your day to yourself? But Katya's not a morning person. I'm not a morning oh, person. Oh, that's right. I remember. All right. Yes, all right. Yes. Okay. Afternoon then. Like whenever you go the ding, what is it? Whenever, whatever <laughs> time that is. Uh, yeah, at various times of the day. But the, the, the ding. No, 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 like. no, I, <laughs> I have exact uh, formulation because uh, this summer we've been trying to survive uh, August and we've been... Um, in the in between this material world and uh, and uh, our spiritual or um, artistic uh, time and space and we for self self safety we start to invent our Indian native Indian names how will be our native Indian name so my native Indian name is thoughts in the wind thoughts so this is wind. my first uh, first coming back to because I have to land I'm landing very very difficult my my silver cord is still there uh-huh. <laughs> she doesn't come back to she doesn't come back into her body until uh, 
maybe three quarters of the way through her first coffee. Yeah, then uh, then I'm coming back to my body and my body doesn't fit me at all. And it's very tough to <laughs> get my soul into my body. And it doesn't, uh, it's expanding and fighting. And, and when I finally land, uh, I have these thoughts in the wind. I start to, the, there are still left dreams which I have to analyze because we analyze in dreams every morning and, and uh, these dreams analyzed and then it's coming to my projects which going all directions because it's a, it's a paintings, exhibitions, comedy, uh, and on right. the other side is extrovert side, which still will be this cabaret coming this year. Like it's already forty years, <laughs> and and so so and then I start to uh, freak out because some frames must be done for a painting, some some music for a performance, and the book we try to do this monograph of paintings with the poems and uh, writings for. Actually, to for the galleries doesn't have to to uh, read many books and speak about the, my paintings. So it's everything will be there. So it's preparing. This is our projects we working right and now. And these are thoughts in the wind. My my in native Indian name and Daniel's in, Indian native Indian name is uh, sits with books. Sits with books. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, and so what I do in the morning, because I know all of this process is going on, this <laughs> chaos, <next to> <laughs> right? So I take Katya's head because we've said Katya's head is like a ball lightning. <laughs> and I just hold it with two hands and I just try to calm it down. And it is like a ball lightning. still for a little while. Oh. My head is like a ball lightning. This is my first. Force to fly all over the room and out the window. So you ground her. I try to help ground her. Yeah, you ground her. Yeah. You, you root her. And meanwhile, I try to remember my own dreams. Because they're, of course, like, whoosh, out as soon as you open your eyes. Yeah, as soon as they, like, go. You remember, like, that last part of that last one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? That makes me crazy. <laughs> I want to know what I've been doing all night. I think I deserve to know. But it takes a lot of work. There, there are so it does big, take a lot of work. Yeah. So big messages from... from the universe from your subconscious. As as our friend Mary Boudreaux, a good friend of ours that we met in uh, in Denver, Colorado, and, and uh, she would always say how I do most of my work when I'm sleeping. And I, feel I think we all way. do. Yeah. yeah, we all do. I mean, because yeah. we that's when it comes. Mm -hmm. It's funny. I mean, do you ever find melodies or ideas that come to you when you're you're not in your place and you need to record it, or oh, yeah. do you use your phone to record it, or do you uh, do you have a sketch pad that you travel with? Do you write down I anything, have, or, or I have or, a drawing uh, books? I am I'm, I'm drawing, but that you take with you everywhere. So if you're someone yeah. else, and yeah. boom, and it comes yeah. to you, you can just yeah. kind of get a little outline. I'm so writing some 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 things uh, a lot. I'm writing pieces of. Uh, conversations uh, uh, some also there is a lot of uh, curious humor coming out from uh, from us living together very interesting conversations also because we having bilingual conversations sometimes we uh, slipping into Czech language which uh, Daniel is really mm. brilliant in it are you, are you speaking Czech now? <laughs> I speak a bit 
I'm not. It's a difficult language. It's a very difficult language. It has conjugations. So. I'm yeah. not totally fluent, but I can get by. Oh, you can get by. That's good. And you know who yeah. told him speak Czech? My Russian mother. Because well, she's she, the only one that will slow down and make sure that I can understand what she's saying, and she, she and she's patient to understand what I'm saying, and then you know correct me along the way. And they Which speak is about literature, yeah. uh, history, about uh, uh, just mo- uh, so interesting things from beginning. They didn't had some simple conversations ever, and one of most interesting conversations was when Dan came once. Uh, he'd been living with my mom. We just arrived, and he went in cafe and read some Russian oh, yeah. Russian literature. Can you continue because this is uh, your story? Yeah, I had a I had a book of um. It was I actually had it on my uh, on my iPod at the time, and, I, and uh, so I was reading on that, and I I found a hundred I think a hundred uh, best Russian short stories, cool. and these were by Tolstoy and and all the all the great. Russian authors that mm-hmm. you know everybody knows were were included, and then a few that I didn't know of, and uh, so I read the most recent one that night. I came home to dinner and, and we were having dinner and we and Katya and uh, well we were we were speaking about something I forget what the subject was, when but I it pertained. You, what did you read uh, uh, there? In... No, the the yeah. conversation somehow pertained to the story I just mm-hmm. read, and I forget what that was, but. So I started telling the story because, because it, yeah, because it had it had a sense at that time to tell the story. So I was trying to, to tell the story to Katya's mom in Czech, and she asked me, she said, "Who wrote that?" And I said, "Well, hold on, let me let me check because I didn't recognize the author." And and I went back and I found it, and it was a uh, last name was Semyonov, and she said, "I thought so," and she said, "Hold on a second. and she went up to her bookshelf. <laughs> And she got down totally this big high. book, and she opened in the front page, there was a, a photo, and it was Semyonov. And she said, this is my grandfather. <laughs> Included, he got, he got um, an award personally by Tolstoy himself as an author. And I had no idea, but that was the story that just happened to you know, pertain to the conversation that night. And that's the only reason I ever knew. If it wasn't for that, I probably would have never known the, the relation between and this author Semenov and Katya's mom. Being in final, he he was writing like a Tolstoy. He was actually writing about uh, peasants, and he was uh, he was a uh, revolutionary aristocrat. No, this is the thing. He wasn't, but he he loved this uh, this Russian land and this uh, people working. And when a revolution came, guess what? They killed him. These peasants. They took him. They, they mm-hmm. took him as a, uh, as one of the elite aristocracy. So they killed him. Yeah, even though he was, he was, he was fighting on behalf of them, their rights. So there's a lot of uh, wild stuff still in, in history. We could, we could do yeah. week of uh, interview <laughs> about these things. Yeah, it is, uh, incredible. there's a lot of history there. Wow, I had a, a good friend who I grew up with who was he was basically a genius. A genius is not a good thing to be. It's hard. Very lonely. It's a very lonely kind of existence. But he's the one who introduced me to blues and jazz. And I mean, we were like really young, you know, but he just, he was connecting with all these things that he, 
he was exposing me to, and we would hang out. And there was this great penthouse on 67th Street, and right next door was the Russian embassy at the time on 67th between that. And we used to go up and throw eggs at the, it was fun. But he introduced me to Russian literature. He introduced me to Russian literature uh-huh. because, as far as he was concerned, uh-huh. there was nothing else like it. That it was. It's he's like, this is literature. Everything else is writing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that connection that he introduced me to really um, expose my Russian soul. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I so had I've always you felt, had one. Yes, so I've always <laughs> felt yeah. that connection. Yeah. I've always felt like, ah, it's just part of who I am. It is beautiful. It's uh, so nice actually meet people who, who knows Dostoevsky and uh, mm-hmm. Master Marguerite Bulgakov and uh, oh, yeah. all this. Oh my God. And mm-hmm. yeah. I remember the, the first and time anyway, we met, we spoke about the connection with Russian literature. Right, exactly. Yeah. And how many, so uh, how oh. people missing so much this uh, this incredible uh, deep uh, cultural things because this all propaganda which keeping like saying these these don't like you and these these and they dangerous and and they, people just confused and. This propagandistic stuff that they they taking away from people actually is so incredible, deep, beautiful, artistic things which could absolutely make him make them better, make them grow and deep, but simple and beautiful at the same time. Mm-hmm. That was the magic. The, the Russian literature is not over anybody's head. You have to have the the eagerness to to get inside of it and to. And, yeah, to experience it. To experience it. Yeah. To get close just to it. Just open the book. <laughs> just open really the book. Easy. And just, yeah. And just open the book. <laughs> Say, sit sinks, with, it's sit books. with books. Okay. Yeah, dog. All you got to do is sit with the book, dude. Yeah. Too wrong. 